Welcome to the Soul Sessions Podcast. Deep dive into the causes and real issues underlying addiction, codependency, emotional eating, weight concerns, and the trance of unworthiness. Tune in weekly to befriend, nourish, and heal body, feelings, mind, and soul. And now, your host, soul-centered psychotherapist, trauma expert, and mind-body eating coach, Jody Gale. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soul Sessions with Jody Gale. Throughout this podcast series, we are going to be talking often about the self or the soul. So I really want to start you off by having an experience of self so that you know exactly what my guests and I are talking about. This self-reflection is something that I use daily, that I use often with the women I work with in therapy and at the start of workshops and online courses. This is a self-identification exercise and it was devised by Roberto Asagioli and has been used in transpersonal psychotherapy since at least 1969. You might recognize later versions of Asagioli's exercise used in ACT and DBT therapies. Typically, when we have experienced early childhood wounding, our authentic self was not seen, not heard, not affirmed and not mirrored back to us. It was always about someone else, someone else's feelings, someone else's needs, someone else's expectations. Over time, we grow an adaptive or false self and we become over-identified with roles, positions and parts of who we are rather than with the core of who we are. Often when we struggle with food, weight and body image concerns, we are over-identified with our bodies, the shape, the size, whether it is perfect or not. We are unable to emotionally regulate and we avoid feelings by restricting or squashing them down with food and we are also tyrannised by our critical thoughts and the high expectations that we have internalised from our early environments. To develop our sense of self-identity effectively, we really do need to have a good connection to our body and sensations, our feelings and emotions, and our mind and our thoughts. When our body, feelings, and mind are in balance and harmony, we are able to be less reactive, more objective, have a greater capacity for self-reflection, and we are able to express our authentic selves for the greater good of the whole. So what I mean by that is we express our authentic self for our own self, but also to be in healthier relationship with others and to serve others. So we always identified with something. This self-reflection teaches you how to identify with the only permanent factor in life, and that is you, or what we call the I, the one who can observe who is self-aware, who is love, and who is pure self-consciousness. So as always, please use discretion when participating in any kind of meditation. And if you have any concerns, please seek the advice of your doctor or your mental health professional before participating in this visualization. If you are willing, so really check your willingness, and I'll ask you to close your eyes and just follow your in-breath and your out-breath. 
So there's really no need to change your breathing, just noticing your breath. And become aware of your body right now. Just noticing how your body is feeling. Noticing any sensations that are moving through your body. And become aware of how your body was different when you were younger and how it has changed through different sizes and shapes throughout the years. It will continue to change as you grow older. Your body has different sensations. And they are constantly changing through time. Your body keeps changing from day to day. Sometimes it is tired and frail. And sometimes it is energetic and alert. As you are aware of your body, ask yourself, who is aware?
who is aware of this body that is constantly changing? Who has a body? Now focus your attention on your feelings and see if you can become aware of what you are feeling right now. You might be feeling something other than when you started this exercise. Your feelings too are in a constant process of change. One moment. Your feelings might be joyful, sad, and then angry. They can move from sadness to joy, from hostility to love. As you are aware of your feelings, ask yourself, who is aware? Who is aware of these feelings that are constantly changing? Who has feelings?
Then become aware of your mind and your thoughts. So your mind and your thoughts. Just sit back and notice your thoughts pass through your mind. What are you thinking about right now? Perhaps you are even having thoughts about what I am saying about this exercise. Your mind is generally in a constant state of change. Your thoughts are sometimes clear and direct sometimes chaotic and confused. When you were young, you believed many things that you don't believe now. And in the future, this will happen again. Your thoughts, attitudes and belief systems are constantly changing. As you are aware of your mind and your thoughts, ask yourself, who is aware?
who is aware of these thoughts that are constantly changing. Who has a mind? And now experience yourself as a point of consciousness beyond your body, your feelings and your mind. point of love, awareness and will. Recognize yourself as a being who has the wonderful resources of body, feelings and mind. Think about the one in you who remains the same. Who you are is greater and beyond your ego and personality. Affirm your sense of beingness, of being a self, a center of I-ness. And allow yourself fully to experience that I. Your I is your true nature, the soul and the core of your being, which is whole and unbroken. Now I invite you to allow an image to emerge that represents the center of your being.
allow the image to become vivid and clear. And remembering not to judge, whatever comes, comes. Just spending some time with your image. core of your being which is whole and unbroken. And in your own time, just gently bring yourself back into the room. If you have some crayons nearby or some Sharpies, pencils, whatever suits you, just take some time now to draw your image. And again, without judgment, you don't have to be a Picasso or something like that. You just draw your sense of this image. And if you aren't able to draw your image right now, perhaps at some point not too far away you search online for an image that represents yourself your core essence whole and unbroken and what I would like you to do if you're willing is to frame this image or you can put it on the fridge or some other place that you're going to see it you might even put a smaller version in your wallet and Really, that's to use the image to spark the memory of this uh, center of your being. So you might be really struggling with anxiety one day or really in your eating disorder or in a lot of pain and grief, and you can come back to this sense of wholeness. You know, one of the things I used to talk about often and I hear all the time in therapy is around feeling really, really broken and feeling like one is broken, I'm here to tell you that you are not. You are whole and unbroken, but you feel broken. You've been broken. Life has been really, really tough. And it's important to remember that this part of you exists. Even if it's hard to find right now, it is still in there. So we're going to try and grow that uh, with this podcast. So just a little bit of technical talk. There are two other versions of this exercise. I have given you the noticing version, so notice your body. Uh, Version two starts each section with I have a body and I am not my body. And then it ends each section with that also. I have a body and I am not my body. So then you would say I have feelings and I am not my feelings. I have a mind and thoughts, and I am not my mind and my thoughts. Version three, I have a body, and I am more than my body. I have feelings, and I am more than my feelings. I have a mind and thoughts, and I am more than my mind and my thoughts. So I use all three, depending on where my individual client is at. To be honest, I can't tell you exactly why I use one over another at any particular time. I just have a knowing at the time around why I want to use that. So 
I think it's best that you try each one for yourself. What I will do is I'll put the extended version of each in the show notes. I think that that will be best. And then what you could do is you can either listen to mine again here or you know you can keep coming back to this or you can record it for yourself in your own voice. So for me, when I was recovering from bulimia, I definitely preferred I am not my body. And I'm not sure if somatic therapists out there will be shouting no to that because it's all about befriending your body. I found by saying, really by realizing I am not my body because my body was so hated and loathed at that point. So actually to have that separation from that was really, really useful for me. And then gradually over time, I was able to befriend my body. So you use whichever one feels best for you. So this meditation helps us to move away from an over-identification with body, feelings, mind and thoughts, and is a wonderful resource to foster a deeper connection to and a knowing of who we truly are, and that is not diseased, not mentally ill, and not in need of a cure, rather whole and unbroken at the core. It is by fostering this connection with your true self that makes recovery not only possible, but lifelong. Thank you for listening. I hope this was useful. If you have any issues with this exercise or any comments, uh, you're more than welcome to email me. So head over to thesoulcenter.online forward slash soul sessions two. You'll find the show notes there and you'll be able to find the contact page there as well. So next time my guest is Carolyn Coston and she will be sharing her wisdom about the soul of disordered eating. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Soul Sessions podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. To learn more about how you can befriend your body, feelings, mind and soul, get Jody's free 65-page ebook at thesoulcenter.online. Until next time.